Hey, what's going on? It's episode 53, Top of the Dude Chain Podcast. Like, share, subscribe. Tell your friends about us. Help the channel grow. Help spread our deep thinking, our comedy, and our overall lack of concern for facts. (laughs) (laughs) I'm concerned. (laughs) Oh, man, it's early. It is early. Yeah, it's way too early. Especially if you're coming off a 12-hour shift. Yeah. <laughs> Corey just hadn't gone to bed yet. I've been up for about three hours, though. Four hours. Yeah? Almost. Did you do your workout this morning? Yeah. All right. Yeah. We're, uh, now, do you work out at a, um, I think we've talked about it before, but I can't remember. Is it a chain gym or is it a local gym? No, it's just a independently owned. It's called City Gym. Yeah? Yeah, some guy uh, owns it. And uh, is it is it catered to weightlifting more than? Yeah, yeah they're only like six. Not a lot six of cycles. Eight cardio machines. Well, if you count yeah. the cycles, probably nine cardio machines total. Yeah. In the entire gym. Um, now, do you do a little cardio? I do cardio on my own. I go run hills or bleachers. Okay. It's easier on the the joints. Yeah. You just go up to like the football field and yeah. run up and down the stadium. Yeah, I walk. The, I walk usually walk a mile loosen up stretch and then i'll run bleachers and then i'll just jog a mile afterwards and then go home yeah when you jog do you uh do you try to find somewhere where you can jog you know on grass no it's just a track it's just a track yeah because jogging on concrete is no bueno for me man Dude, i just hate running period yeah man, so. i like every time i would uh jog back when i had an apartment this was years ago i haven't jogged in years but uh i'd always you know there was a sidewalk that went around the whole you know, mile, you know, block mm. or whatever. But uh, I always just kind of ran off to the side of it. You know, I just well, I can't hardly do and running that's the on thing, concrete. Man. It just jars your knees. Is so asphalt bad. different? Asphalt's a little softer, but not much different. Cause like coming from home from the gym, about the time I'm bring coming home on a Saturday or Sunday, mm-hmm. people are out running, and they're always running the middle of the street when there's a perfectly good sidewalk. So I'm. I don't know why. Yeah. You know, but anyway, just me. Well, you know, that's one thing I don't really know the etiquette on either. You know, you're not supposed to ride your bicycle on a sidewalk. Maybe you're not supposed to run on the sidewalk. Maybe that's for just walking. I don't know. Yeah, that doesn't seem right. I mean, I do, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying yeah. it doesn't seem like it makes sense. Yeah. Anyway. Well, you know, you're supposed to jog towards <coughs> traffic and ride your bike with traffic. Yeah, well, you're supposed to start jog towards traffic so you can see the cars coming at you. Yeah. So. Yeah. But what's up, Corey? What's up? High 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 uh speed pursuit this morning. Yeah. Not involving me. All right. No. Some I'd, of my colleagues. Involving me though. <laughs> Technically. <laughs> I passed by it on the way to the gym. So you were not clarify. The, yeah, you were not the one being pursued. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't the one pursued, yeah. but my, my commute to the gym was affected. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because of it. Aww. Yeah. No. Oh, poor Josh. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, first, man. Hey, first, first the Starbucks app goes down I on know. him. <laughs> Justice blocking his gains. Oh man. No, but yeah, yeah that's least. the thing, man. I just saw it, so I'm driving up on it. And, I mean, there are probably a dozen cop cars. Yeah. And uh, and a couple fire trucks, whatever. And all I saw was a car upside down and a yeah a uh, power line cut in half on pretty much yeah saw it down a power line i guess yeah Lee, that's dangerous yeah it's pretty uh 
it's pretty common, man. A lot of cars hit power lines, like, more than you would think. And normally, they'll snap them off at the base, and the wires will maintain the rest of the pole. So, they're, like, just the base, and about five feet up will just be knocked out. Yeah, just dangling. Yeah, and they have to come and replace the entire pole. Oh, wow. Yeah. And uh, the individual does get charged for that. That's really? Not, yeah, it's not taxpayer dollars. That's good. That's good to know. Yeah. Somebody's... It's 8 o'clock, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's way, it's way too early. That, that alarm is telling me it's time to go to bed. Oh, no. That's literally what it's set for. All right. We better wrap this up. Yeah, all right. All thanks right. for listening to the <laughs> any, uh, any details on it, though? No. Just I mean, they, caught, they, they caught the guy. That's all I know. He's alive? Yes. Oh. Didn't get gunned There'd down. There'd be a lot more cars there. No blaze of glory? No. Going to be a burden but, on the taxpayer now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> only for like a, only only for a couple of days. Yeah, Josh has no sympathy for anyone <laughs> that holds up his route to the gym. Hey man, check this out, man. I do. I was thinking about that on the way here. I would like to be in a high pre, high, high speed pursuit. I think it'd be fun. The one being chased or the chaser. The one being chased. Yeah. Really? I just don't think I want to put up with the consequences. The excitement. The excitement of it all. Yeah, I like that part. Yeah. I just don't think I like the consequences afterwards. Yeah, obviously. Which is why I never done it. Well, I mean, we. As human beings, we love a good chase. But I if mean, I could, if I could, super troopers, the thing, yeah, you know what I mean. Like pull over and be like, ah, got yeah. you guys. <laughs> I know the tail lights out. I'll fix it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, Maybe. it wouldn't go that way though, yeah, man. No, that's what I'm They're, saying. So. They'd see you, and the first thing they do is like, "I'm not wrestling this guy." Yeah. Damn, yeah. you're getting, put, you're put getting two a, in his chest. You're getting, a, you're getting a taser. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, you know, like I said, as human beings, we love a good chase. I mean, that's one of the first things your children start doing is when they're old enough to run and walk. And like, they want you to chase yeah, them. I think it'd be fun, know. but anyway. <laughs> you ever been any nasty ones, uh, Corey? Uh, my very first pursuit, I wouldn't say it was nasty, uh, but they were going in and out of oncoming traffic. And being a, a younger officer, you'd. You sh- I should have canceled the pursuit. Like, once yeah. they go into oncoming traffic, just the risk versus reward is kind of outweighed. So, you should cancel it. But I didn't. So, yeah. I was chasing them in and out of traffic. Like, I shouldn't have been. We went into a neighborhood going, like, 60 miles an hour. And they ramp up into somebody's front yard, hit a tree, and the tree falls over through the roof of the house. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And this is where it gets really bad is uh, I go running up on the car. Again, what you're not supposed to do. But it's, like, my first pursuit. Adrenaline's just controlling everything. My brain's telling me to do and uh i go running up to the car two guys bail out i start chasing them they jump a fence i've got my gun out I'm r- running and i jump the fence too well it goes straight down into a creek like probably oh. 30 feet so i just <laughs> you know i just go careening down and i end up in a creek bed and it was it was bad we ended up catching both of them but it was yeah. uh, a lot of mistakes made more, on more my of part. a blooper reel huh? yo dude <laughs> Me, me now would beat the crap out of old yeah. me for the stuff yeah. I used to do. Well, if if watching TVs and you know movies it showed me anything, it's that uh, you know police officers uh, do a lot of damage in a chase. You know, like Blues Brothers and Dukes of Hazzard. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't hit any fruit stands, <laughs> so there was that. Or, or, didn't, or, I didn't or, flip or, on that or, conveniently placed yeah, ramp and yeah, car. Or, no, or Smokey and the Bandit. You know where his car is finally just a shell, just creaking down the road. Yeah, no. Oh man, they 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 do uh they do the law men 
Uh, no justice in those movies and TV shows. I know. Yeah, I know. everybody's a hater. What makes it fun? <laughs> well, Stan Lee died. Yes, he did. Yep. Yes, he I've been did. going on a on a Marvel Comics uh, sketching rampage. Yeah, yeah. Well, I uh, saw that. I mean, was it expected? I mean, he's ninety five. He'd been sick for a while. So yeah, yeah. if you yeah if you keep up with the with the MCU and all Some, that stuff, they were talking about it because he was pre filming cameos. I on think, all the movies. yeah, like not well, expecting to live. And what what would you say? Maybe around eighty five, you're not allowed to use the term unexpectedly when someone <laughs> passes away. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, yeah, well, you know, he was he was fine, but you know, he was eighty five well, yeah, years 90, old. Ninety five years old. I mean, it's, it's I mean, so. Yeah, you get in your nineties, man. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah, so. I can honestly say I think that's the first, uh, if you want to call him a celebrity, that's passed away that I was actually kind of. I cared about. Yeah. Because, I mean, grow, growing up, Spider-Man and all that stuff, huge oh, inspiration. Yeah. Him and Jack Kirby, big Paul, inspirations. Paul Walker didn't hit you? No. <laughs> no. no. Is that the one that got you, Josh? I mean, I thought I was, I was bummed. Yeah? Yeah. No. I mean, not to the point where my life stopped, but, I mean, you're like, man, that's that's not good. Yeah. You know? I'm trying to remember, which, I don't know if there's one that I can remember recently that, uh, Kind of set me back to where I sat down and was like, man, you know, world without that guy or that girl or whatever yeah. is going to be not really a good one. I, uh, didn't Betty White pass away? I, I think, no. No, she's still she's alive. She's still alive? She's still kicking, man. Okay, yeah. she'll be one that's hard. She has yeah. about 500 rumors of her dying Yeah, day. that's what it is. But, yeah, but she'll be one that's that's hard on people. What was the other old lady that started popping up in movies? Uh, oh, gosh. Like, it's not Florence. Uh Ah, uh, never mind. Moving on. Wait. Anyway. <laughs> well, what movies? Do you remember what movies even? Um. Jeez, Leachman? Is that her last name? Chloris. Chloris. Yeah. 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 She started showing. I, you're right. I was gonna say Clorence. Yeah. It. It could Clor be. Yeah. It's Chloris Leachman. Yeah. Yeah. She started showing up and stuff. I don't know man. if she's still alive or not. I don't know. I. Man. I think she is. Yeah. But I think she's younger than Betty White. You know, yeah. Willie Nelson will be a tough one. Yeah. I think a lot of people. Well, you brought that question via text message. Like, yeah. after Stan Lee, once Willie dies, are there any cool ones left? Yeah. I would say yeah. Betty White is going to be one that people are going to, you know, kind of. Yeah. yeah. Well, Stan Lee just seemed like a genuine dude. Like, yeah, I, I don't. I mean, maybe maybe he had some bad press back in the day. I, I don't know. Yeah. But, uh he took the high road on most situations before people were ready to take the high road too. You know, yeah. he was, uh, you know, just kind of a front runner and a lot of that kind of stuff. Have yeah. you seen? Do you watch that? Have you seen that show, Comic Book Man? Uh, I don't think I have. It's uh, Kevin Smith one, isn't it? Yeah, it's Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith has a comic book shop in New Jersey. Yeah, uh, that he runs with his 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 buddies run it. His childhood buddies run it for him. Mm -hmm. uh, Walt Flanagan, who's in, I think he's in Clerks. He's at least in Clerks too. Yeah, uh, and then Brian Johnson, who uh, the movie oh, what's that dude's name? Randall in Clerks. Okay, was based on it on his buddy Brian. Okay, so anyway, him and his buddy, so they run this comic book shop. Anyway, Stan Lee would come in and do like a guest appearance or every now and then. But there was one where he actually worked the counter for like eight hours. Oh wow! And uh, people come in and buy a comic book, and and he'd be there and he'd tell them stories. That's about a good it. choice. I remember when yeah. <laughs> he wrote I mean, that. Dude, it, and he was super cool with everybody, but yeah. funny. Yeah, like the guy would would uh, 
the, the the funniest one is he the guy comes in it's like a forty dollar comic mm-hmm. and a comic book and uh, the guy's like all right man that's forty dollars I was, was kind of hoping to get it a little cheaper with Stanley sitting yeah. right there <laughs> <laughs> and he he would razz him but yeah he was yeah. pretty cool like I said and then if you look at his Twitter account uh, I think the the top tweet the pen tweet is actually him talking about his fans yeah uh, which you know like like you said i i just i felt he was genuine i mean obviously he probably had some things he didn't want people to know about him but yeah i don't think it's like the harvey weinstein or bill cosby well, type no. stuff you know well and i think it, it just goes uh, a long way with how you treat people is how you'll be remembered <clears throat> you know what i mean yeah he, I even mean. if even <clears throat> if he, you know obviously he's not a perfect human being there aren't any but how you treat people goes a long way in your legacy as whether or not, you know, people remember you as. Have you, have you seen him on uh big bang theory? Oh no, I, I haven't watched when a lot of big bang. Theory. The whole, the whole group meets him. Yeah. Sheldon has to go to traffic court. Yeah. The day that everyone gets to meet him and oh, hang out with him. Sure. That was a good. So, uh, what's the girl's name? Kaylee Kuoko's her real name. Is it Penny? Penny. Yeah. Penny. Yeah. Penny takes him to Stanley's house. Oh, wow. Uh, to to meet him, yeah. and he slams the door, and he's rude to him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> turns out he's mean. Yeah. yeah, he's like every time. I'm just trying to watch the Laker games, and every time one of you nerds and all that, it's pretty funny. But awesome. but someone you know just kind of wrote a little blog about it, you know about and said that was out of character. That's, That's why, why it's so, so funny. funny. Yeah, because yeah. it was so out of character for him. So. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a, that goes a long way. Like I said, and uh, that's why I think Willie's one of those that uh, will be hard. You know, a lot of people like him for you know the old funny guy, the old the old school pothead with the braids and everything like that. But really, what stands out about him is anyone who has an experience of ever meeting or being around Willie Nelson, he just he just always it's a story of he was super cool. He yeah. you know acted normal. He, he took time out of his day to to be cool to these people, you know, and stuff like that. So, it, yeah. you know, guys like that'll they go down. But you know, you start thinking, you know, who are some people who are probably, you know, I'd say it'd have to be someone who's already, you know, in their eighties or nineties that's eighties and nineties still around working. Because there's a lot of people who are in their sixties and seventies, like yeah, they're getting older, but I don't think we're at a high risk of losing them. I don't think Bill Murray's going anywhere anytime soon, you know. Jeff Bridges is 69, 68. Yeah, He's see, th- those guys aren't going anywhere anytime, about, unless uh, it's unexpectedly, yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, what about, uh, I was thinking about the other day, you got Morgan Freeman. He's He came to yeah. my mind real fast, Morgan too. Freeman. You got uh, William Shatner. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I can see that for a lot of people. So, yeah. Shatner uh, being one. What's his name? Uh, Kurt Russell. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's getting up there. He is, he is. But he still looks pretty healthy. I'll give him credit. He's in that new, uh, there's a Christmas movie on Netflix. He's Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's a very uh, unique take on the whole. I feel Christmas like he plays movie. the same character now. Like once you get to a certain age, hey, there's really no more character acting They got Kurt you. Russell because they wanted yeah. Kurt Russell, not yeah. some character he was going to play. Right. Yeah, so. You got uh, Patrick Stewart. Yeah. yeah. Do you think people are going to mourn Clint Eastwood, he's he's getting up there. Chuck Norris, yeah, no, Clint Eastwood, I don't know. Man. I think Clint Dude. Eastwood's one of those people who I think everybody's gonna be like, yeah, I really like Clint Eastwood, but I think people are gonna be like, but you know, I'm not, he's not endearing. I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? He you don't have those stories of oh, Clint Eastwood was always just the best guy or whatever else. Yeah. you know. 
No. You kind of just assume he is his character in all those How old is movies. Bill Murray? Bill Murray's probably 70? Yeah, he's got to be close to 70, I would think. I think maybe 70. Because, I mean, he was probably in his late 30s, early 40s when he made Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. I mean, even when when he was on Saturday Night Live in the 70s, I think he was already, you know. He, his, was, he was one of the... He wasn't a young, super young cast yeah. member, I don't think. Wasn't like Eddie Murphy showing up at 17 and a half years old and taking Dude. it over. <laughs> First off, speaking of Eddie Murphy, yeah, because of you, I went and listened to Party All the Time. Yeah. Which is great. It's then I listened okay. to the entire album, which is, it's great, but not in the, the great that we normally talk about albums. Yeah. Like, there's one song where he, like, He's ad libbing. Yeah. He's like, get him, Eddie. <laughs> get him, Eddie. <laughs> I forgot. He's singing the chorus, and then I don't know where you, some some deep voice dude just goes, get him, Eddie. <laughs> He's probably Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but that, that song, so I watched that uh, video, Party All the Time. It's even worse than the song. Rick James is in it. Is he? Yeah. They were boys, apparently. Oh, man, dude. You According got to Dave Chappelle and Charlie Murphy. Yeah, Rick James' uh, haircut, man, is. Looks like ramen noodle hanging on his head, man. <laughs> like it is. Great. Well, you know, he used to do the uh, Cleopatra cut. You know, the long well, hair, but the straight cut across. Yeah, that's that's what it was, but it's permed. Oh, and but it was, he permed and it. It was blonde. Oh wow! I'm telling you, man, it looks like ramen noodle on top of this man's head. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> oh, cocaine. <laughs> Bill Murray. Bill Murray's only sixty-eight. Yeah. I, okay. Yeah. So even even younger than seventy. So yeah, like I said, uh, it would be unexpected if he uh, if anything happened to him. Going back though, um, you know, we were talking about when Stanley passed away. Corey said, he, you know, his Marvel drawing went up. Uh, I saw your sketch of Stanley. It was really really good. Um, Do but, chain Instagram by the way if you want to see it. Yeah, check Instagram. But I've noticed you've uh, you've posted a couple others. Uh, who all have you sketched so far that you've put out there? Because uh, some well, one I, of them I didn't recognize. Yeah, I'm I, I did Stanley first. The one you're talking about is probably Brie Larson, who's playing Captain Marvel. Okay, the female. Okay, that was the one I did next. Uh, Captain America, and uh, I've done a Tony Stark one that I haven't put out yet. You know okay. he uh, but, he didn't create Captain America. Yeah, is that like a Stanley. they bought it or something? Uh, you know he didn't even start Marvel. Yeah, I think I knew that. So Marvel, so Marvel had Captain America, then they canned it, and then he took over Marvel. Yeah, and said, "Let's bring Captain America back." Yeah, but how do we do it? Because he's so old, and so they—that's when they froze him. Yeah, put him in the iceberg or whatever. <clears throat> okay, which I thought was pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. That you know, but dude, you look—you go down his his portfolio of people he did create. Yeah, it's pretty extensive. Yeah. yeah, Spider-Man is obviously the best one that he. he did. Yeah, it, the most famous one. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I was I was watching a memorial thing that they had on uh, Facebook, where he said that they told him, you know, people don't like spiders. Spiders are scary. You can't have a spider-powered superhero. Like yeah. it, it'll never work. So they had a comic book that they were canceling. So he's like, whatever, it doesn't matter. So in the very last issue he put spider-man in there yeah and it like blew up yeah and then i think they started marvel or marvel might have already been going yeah, and marvel. so and that's where spider-man originated yeah that's... fantastic four was the original what put them out you know what put marvel out there yeah like made them who they are and i think it's fantastic four that you actually see uh spider-man's first appearance yeah well technically it'd be a second the other one was like some unknown comic 
that unless you're like a hardcore follower you know yeah. about. Like I said, I think it it was either pre Marvel or right at the inception of Marvel. Wonder he, how much that issue is worth if you have it. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Well, I think I, you know what I think he said that they said that actually. Yeah. That his wife told him like, because he said something like he was quitting or he was going to get fired or something like that, and she's like, well, why don't you? And he had to do one more whatever, and she's like, why don't you just do what you want? You're not going to work there anyway. Yeah. So he did, and then. Fiasco. Then they almost went under. Sold Spider Man to uh, Sony uh, to keep from from going under, and then Sony finally gave them rights back to Spider Man, actually using the Marvel universe. Yeah, it's hard to think that off. Marvel almost went under as recently as the late nineties, two thousands. Early, yeah, it would have been like two thousand. What? When did now? Uh, yeah, two, I think Spider Man came out two thousand two. Okay, yeah, it was around there. Yeah. That's crazy. They're if you, but they're all like Disney now, aren't they? Yeah. Because if you remember the uh, the original trailer for Spider Man had him kept capturing a helicopter between the ten ta- the twin towers. Yeah. And then they had to change it because nine yeah. eleven happened. And then they I think they delayed the release because of that also. Yeah. So it was around that time frame. So, so your top three Marvel guys. <laughs> top three Marvel? Like characters? I mean yeah. Spider Man, Hulk and No, your your top three. That's what I'm saying. Oh. Spider-Man, Hulk, and I don't know, like maybe a Wolverine or something. So just just everyone's top three, even the casualists of fans. There's a reason three. why they're a top three, man. Like Spider-Man, the great thing about him is, like Corey said, it's one of the coolest superheroes, like with the web, the web slinging, the wall crawling, the super strength. Uh, just he's a funny, witty kid. So when you're a kid, you can relate to him. Like Spider-Man is up there with the all-time greats. A lot of people probably consider him the best superhero ever. You know, oh, he's the best hands down. And because he, he was the first character that had real world problems. Yeah. And that's what made him so unique yeah. because they told him, they're like, you can't have him be a teenage kid. You can't have him have real world problems. Like people, that's not what people want. And he just did it anyway. And I think that's why people connected themselves to him. Cause he was a high schooler yeah. with high school kid problems Yeah, on top of being a superhero. So it made him unique, yeah. you know, unlike Superman, who's white bread, yeah. super boring. Yeah. You know, and then... No, I got you. I, and Spider-Man, yeah, he's a big one. Everybody wants to be Spider-Man when they're little. Yeah. And Hulk, everybody, everybody wishes from time to time they could solve all their problems by just turning into a big green rage monster and destroying everything around them. Yeah. I think it's I think it's easy to re- relate to Hulk because he's just... He can be so overpowered when you think about it. But just, just the, you know, what he is and everything is just easy to relate to. And then Wolverine... I think it's a little bit because of the Hulk factor. You know, he kind of, he just kind of unleashed his rage at time. He was yeah. kind of the anti-hero. Everybody likes a good anti-hero, and Wolverine's one of the Remember better. that time Hulk uh, ran Wolverine? No, he, sorry, that was the Punisher. Yeah. Ran Wolverine over with a, with a. Uh, was that in Punisher Warzone? Yeah, the Hulk ate uh, Wolverine once. Yeah, Hulk yeah. ate Wolverine. That's wild. And then, yeah. Uh, uh, it's man, it's hard for me to even say I have a top three. Spider Man is my number one, hands down, just because I, I, I don't know. I drew him a lot growing up. I painted a picture of him on my wall. Like yeah. Spider Man was was my go to. Yeah. I think mostly because of Saturday morning cartoons. But if I had to pick like three, it's probably Spider Man, then uh, X Men, like just as a whole. Because uh, I thought I always thought Cyclops was cool. Yeah, I like the X Men um, a lot. 
Gambit was cool too because you could just uh, you know if you were a kid playing them you could just pick up random objects and throw them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's kind of like uh, yeah. you know being Donatello with that's a broomstick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my, yeah. He Gambit's in my top three. As, as a as a child, yeah, and you yeah. can just pick up anything like and throw it. Yeah, <laughs> Gambit like it's the charge. Gambit was cool, and then uh, man, after that, it's just it's a crapshoot. I mean, I I liked Iron Man, but I never really read the comics. Uh, I liked. Yeah. I really didn't start liking Iron Man until like that first movie came out, and yeah. then and then you kind of get into the backstory and you start reading the comics again. But yeah, the, I had more X Men, Silver Surfer, and Spider Man comics than anything else. A lot of it comes down to how you were introduced to it, too. In yeah. my opinion, um, you know, we're all different ages here. So I was born in 1979, which means that Jeez. my Lou baby. my yeah my <laughs> introduction to superheroes was Lou Ferrigno as the Hulk. Adam so West that's a big Batman. reason why he's, you know, big. Adam West is Batman. Christopher Reeve is Superman. Um, there were Spider-Man and Captain America movies that were out, and we loved them when they come on. If you go back and watch them now, they're garbage. Real bad garbage movies. But, you know, there were a couple Spider-Man movies from, you know, the, the 70s and stuff. I remember it, the Spider-Man show. But the thing is, is not long after that, you know, after kind of, G.I. Joe and He-Man and all Transformers had kind of made their run. The next group of cartoons that hit, and it was probably more when Corey was younger and I was starting to get a little older, was Spider-Man, X-Men, and uh, stuff like that was coming out a little bit. So you got kind of reintroduced to all these characters that you love because, you know, Michael Keaton had done Batman and everything. So for a long time, I was all Superman and Batman. But then when X-Men cartoons started coming on and Spider-Man cartoons started coming on, I... Sort of kind of went back to it. But how I got introduced to the the characters, outside, not just in a, from a janky movie or something like that, was at our library at the elementary school I went to. I was digging around for a book. And I, I didn't just love reading books. But I went back there and I dug around, and they had four Marvel comic books that were hardback books that were basically the origin stories of the Fantastic Four, uh, Incredible Hulk, Captain America and Spider-Man and dude I wore those things out I I would read them I'd check them out I'd read them I'd put them back and then you know next time there was kind of a lull in school to where you had time where you could go down to the library and get a book and bring it back and read it I'd just go back and look for one of those and uh, my grandma had a few of those type books laying around that were Spider-Man and stuff so and uh, that was all Marvel um, so man that that was kind of my introduction was uh, was those old kind of origin story books that were yeah like, you know they they weren't the actual comics I, I didn't read a lot of actual comics where you had to buy an issue and keep up with a storyline or anything like that I never really did that there used to be a comic book store at the intersection of 12th and Eastern um, that I used to go to yeah. and you could pick through like a bargain bin yeah and so I would do that because uh uh, Jean Corley, her hairdressing shop used to be over there. So my mom would be getting her hair done, you and we'd get like ahead. a dollar, and you could go get like two old yeah. comics for it. Yeah, Broken Bow didn't have a comic book store. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they had one later when I was in high school, but it was already uh, I was already too old probably. Yeah, to get into Con- the. But it's made a bit of a com- comeback. I mean, DZ Comics over there seems to be doing pretty well. It is. It is. Yeah. They they keep some stuff going on too. I think. Yeah. It's, I think. I think comic characters are on that it's in the culture right now and that's what's crazy and what i was going to go back to is something you said earlier about marvel almost going out of business are you ever just completely blown away by companies that have been on the verge of going out of business but they've just always been around 
Um, like Marvel. If Marvel was to go out of business, I would be completely shocked. Like, how can Spider-Man go out of business? You know what I mean? Another one is I watched a deal. Do you know how many times Lego has almost gone under? Uh-uh. Tons. Tons. Lego, um, I don't know if you remember. This would have been in the early 2000s, late 90s, too. Um, Lego had to, like, kind of rethink everything with Bionicle. They said if it wasn't for Bionicle, Lego would have gone under. Now look at Lego. Really? Bionicle's garbage. I thought so, too. Dude, it's terrible. I thought that was where Lego made their mistake, but apparently kids, the little kids who buy Legos related to it, and they were buying it, but before that, Lego was... I think kids are just getting less creative. Because the Bionicle stuff is like pre-built, like the parts are already there. It's yeah. not It's not quite like, here's a block, make something well, out of it. Well, and then, you know, they, they came out with, you know, like Lego Batman and all that stuff. And yeah. Now, now Lego's, you know, probably big again. But, yeah, I watched, Um, have, if you ever get a chance, watch that documentary, The Toys That Made Us. There's two of them. Yeah, I've watched... Uh, I've watched a couple episodes of it. Lego, Lego, Lego. Lego is probably the in the second um, series of the toys that made us. Lego is the one that you'll just be like, wow, because there's just so much to that company, um, what it is, how it started, and just how they've run their business and everything. That it's it's super interesting. But that was surprising to me. I I would have thought Lego is mega established. Yeah, hmm. so, that's inter- that's interesting. Oh man, Sears is out of business. So is Kmart. Toys R Us. Kmart. What was Kmart even? I never had a Kmart growing up, so I never. Yeah, even we didn't them. have. I don't think we Dude, had them here. They used to be bigger. Like where I was from, they used to be bigger than a uh, Walmart. Yeah. Like you went to Kmart, you didn't go to, you know, and then Walmart came in and just wiped them out. Yeah. You know, it's hard to believe. Yeah, because pretty much it's just Walmart and Target now. Yeah. Sears. I mean, and Sears. Sears is just badly run, man. Yeah. You know. I mean. Well, you know, they weren't really. They they were at first Sears was a, a get it all kind of I right. think people bought as many appliances as there's anything but you Lowe's could also and, get clothes and stuff. Yeah, Lowe's and Home Depot took out Sears. But but yeah, but then it got specialized and it's like, okay, if you want a department store, you're gonna go to Dillard's, JC Penny, Macy's, something like that. And if you want an appliance store, you're gonna go to Lowe's or Home Depot or something like mm. that. So yeah, they kinda just got ripped apart by trying to be both probably. Yeah. They should have specialized. Well, they sold craftsmen too. That was that was the thing, man, is is they own craftsmen a yeah. lot. You know, people you know, connected that with quality. Yeah. And so they connected Sears with selling quality products. Yeah. You know, over that. Then they sell craftsmen and rather than revamp it or whatever and Anyway. You know, that's one of those uh, situations where you do have to rethink, you know, your business model based on how the economy changes. Because, you know, coming up, Sears was probably a front runner because they offered all those things. You could get that catalog and you could order whatever you needed from appliances to whatever. And oh, for yeah. a long time, that was the deal with, with businesses where they wanted to have their hand in everything. Like, well, we're in this part, but we need to get in this part because we're losing money here. We need to get in this part. Well, it's well, something that's changing. You know, Dad worked for Warehouser Company. Warehouser, they they plant the trees, they grow the trees, they harvest the trees, and then they turn them into a product with a mill or a you know or something. Yep. Well, you know, pretty recently, Warehouser kind of changed their model. They're like, look, we we're managing too many things, so we're going to get out of everything, and we're just going to find the thing we specialize in. We're going to stay in the the raising the timber. We're going to be timber, you know, um, farms. And they got out of the production side of it because with the way the economy is now, you you can't be in everything or else you're going to, you know, like Sears, you're going to get pulled apart by people who choose to specialize in that area. And All right, so, man. Got a hard segue. 
<laughs> Just, Josh doesn't want to talk about anything, I guess. Every so. time Jeff starts talking about trees, Josh shuts them down. <laughs> yeah. Kevin Durant leaving the Warriors. You think that's going to happen? I don't know. Who cares? I, if you're the Warriors, what do you do? You, do you drop Dreaming Green? Well, I think they've already shown they, that they would rather keep Kevin Durant happy. Yeah, but, I mean, okay, here's my thing, though. If he's going to leave, do you get rid of Draymond Green anyway? Well, you're you're going under the presumption that this thing's not squashed, right? I mean, they they Dude, told they Draymond f- Green, like, you're sitting out a game and losing $100,000. They fight all the time, though. Yeah. Him and Durant. Yeah. There's a reason Draymond Green tried to take – by the way, man, how stupid did that dude look? What do you mean? As far as like what when he, he got said? the rebound? Oh, Do you, I mean the whole thing that started this is that he got the rebound and then tried to he dribbled it, it up court, court go coast then, to coast on him, and then stumbles and bumbles over his old feet. Yeah, and with Durant running right next to him, wide open, like yeah, you know. And sorry, man, if it comes down pass. to either Draymond or Durant taking the last shot. It's Durant 100% of the time. Yeah, you make that pass. And he goes down, looks like an idiot. I mean, Draymond Green looks straight up stupid. Yeah, and then lashes out when he gets called out on being dumb. Yeah, exactly. And so, and then they get in the thing, and then, but Durant, as he's walking in the overtime or something, just said to him, like, you could read his mouth saying, that's why I'm out of here. Yeah. You know, and so, and there are people actually out there saying sources, well, and their sources. Here's the, here's the funny thing. Draymond Green gets way more credit than he deserves. You know, one of the things that, that he said to Kevin Durant was, you're a B, you know you're a B, and all this stuff. Well, nothing makes you look more like a B than tripping over your own feet, making a mistake, and then getting up and lashing out at everybody else yeah, around no, that's you. that's what I'm saying, Because man. you just made yourself look like an idiot, and you're in the wrong. Obviously, you're the one that has a sensitive ego. Which yeah. makes you a 100% B. Draymond Green's gone, I think. Yeah. They got Boogie Cousins. Yeah. And uh, and I think he uh, he gets the money that he should command. I don't but, think Boogie Cousins is any kind of an answer. I think Boogie Cousins is that guy that's like a Dwight Howard or a Carmelo Anthony. Just because they're good on paper doesn't mean they're going to make your team better. Yeah, but he's, he can do what Draymond Green does. Rebound, play a little defense, yeah, I don't, clean up the boards. I just I'm not on the Boogie Cousins bandwagon. He's not making your uh, superstar angry. Yeah, he's no, not... Boogie will absolutely be that guy. Yeah, that, that makes Durant angry. Oh, Boogie's worse than than Draymond ever is as a teammate. What, dude? Boogie sucks. No, I, dude, I don't like him, man. But I do think that he can uh, play his role better than Draymond Green. I mean, Draymond's only ever been a role player and a court leader. The fact that he's getting into it with Durant is probably as much because Durant's hard to get along with because he flip-flops on who he is and what he wants every day. I'm not in, I'm not defending him on this. I'm just saying that in a world where you have an option of Boogie Cousins or Draymond Green, I think it's a landslide you keep Draymond Green. No way. Yeah. There's I'm going I'm going to stand on that you one. You and I are going to have to disagree on that All one. All right. Well, I'm going to stand on it. Heavily. Yeah, I'm going to disagree to on To me, it. Draymond Green is the most expendable player on that team right now. Because well, well, you have uh, – Ask the Sacramento Kings and New Orleans, New, uh, New Orleans Pelicans how expendable uh, Boogie Cousins is. No, you're They'll right. They'll tell you that he uh, he's totally expendable. Well, the Pelicans traded him. Yeah. No. He left in he free left. agency. He left. And, and they're okay with that, I'm sure. All right. But here's my thing. I get rid of Boogie and what's his name, and I go pick up uh, – Anthony Davis. But you're not going to – 
He's got to sign there in free agency. Pelicans are going to do everything they can to keep him. So you're going to have to get an Anthony Davis through free agency. You're going to have to lure him in with something. Um, and he's the kind, the guy that he he may decide to try to be the focal point of that franchise and just have them keep building around him because they're they're getting better every year. Everybody's just kind of waiting for the Spurs, or not the Spurs, but the uh, Warriors to collapse. So and they're hoping it happens. Here's the thing, though, man. That team is Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. If everybody leaves and just leaves those two guys around, the league still has problems because they can build around those two guys. I disagree. I think they were. I think they. I think they won the champion because they won the first championship with those two guys, right? Yeah. And they did it against a Cavaliers team that didn't have Kyrie Irving. It was just LeBron. Yeah. And they didn't. And I think it went six games. Then the next year, it was just them, and they lost to LeBron. Gave up a 3-1 lead. Because of Draymond Green. But gave he got, up a he got booted out. Right, but they still got, got booted. And I think they became the force that could not be beaten when Durant got there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, definitely, that he made them. I he didn't make he, them champions. He just made champions better. I mean. But I think he, he, he increased their odds to the point that they're, they're the team to beat. I don't think if you just had – uh, Thompson and Curry, I don't think they're the team to beat coming every year in, year out. Yeah. Well, without Durant. That, they'll be lighting you up night after night, and it won't be hard to build a team around them is what I'm getting at. You you put Draymond Green on another team, I don't think he's the Draymond Green that gets all-star votes. No, I agree. Uh, 100%. You know. I'm talking more from the Durant standpoint. I mm-hmm. think Durant has made them better. I think they're a better team with Durant. I mean, any team is better with one of the best players in the NBA. But I'm NBA just saying, you it. take Durant off that team, they're not the threat they are today. I think I think they get surpassed by the Rockets. I think they get surpassed by the Sixers. I think they get surpassed by about three or four other teams. If you take Durant off that team, they go from having a hundred and fifty percent chance of winning the championship to having a ninety nine percent chance. <laughs> That's the see. difference, Josh. I disagree. <laughs> now, not with the league the way it is now. Yeah. I just I don't even think they win the West. Well, I mean, I'm perfectly Durant. fine with us disagreeing on this. <laughs> no, I was just saying I don't think I don't think they win the West without yeah. Durant. Can we all just agree that the NBA sucks and basketball <laughs> is the I, worst sport? <laughs> I keep waiting on that. That's Corey's uh, that's Corey's take on oh. it every time. What do you think of the Butler trade though? Last, well, I, I mean, we'll move on after that. The Jimmy Butler trade, um, if man, if they can make that work in Philadelphia, that's a that's a really good trade. Uh, as far as on the um, the Minnesota side of it. Uh, I think they got bullied into making that trade. I think they, uh, I think they probably should have, um, should have made a decision a lot earlier than they did. How bad do you feel if Jimmy Butler comes in, says I'm on the third team on the third team's squad, mm-hmm. and just smokes your first two strings? Yeah. That's. I mean, how bad are you? Yeah. I mean, how? I mean, if you're a GM, you're like, dude. And he's gone. Yeah. And that's all you got for him. Yeah. Was a couple decent players. He's a hard one to determine what's he like. What kind of a, a player is he? Is he a player that can play with others? I don't know. See, I, th- I, I kind of – I don't think – he got traded. He's hard to read is what I'm getting at. Yeah, I, he got traded to uh, – from Chicago. Yeah. He started in Chicago, right? Got traded from Chicago to Minnesota. Yeah. Um, And I don't think he likes Thibodeau. Yeah. You know, I thought that's why he went to Minnesota. No, he got traded there. No, I thought he, I thought he went there for Thibodeau. No, I thought he. I'd have to look. It I up. could be wrong. Yeah, I'd have to look. But it the up. point being is, is I, I don't know. 
I think he's I think he's more of a Paul George kind of guy. Yeah. I just think he was in a uh bad situation in Minnesota. Yeah. You know, guys like him and Paul George who play both sides of the ball, have a lot of talent. Um they're really good in a number 2 role. I don't know that you want them in the number 1 role. They kind of kind of like a Clay Thompson. It's kind of nice having Steph Curry being that main thread on the team while I'm lighting them up over here quietly and they can't do yeah. nothing about me, but I don't have to carry the burden of I can have I'm a, the face of the franchise. I, I can either. have an off night and Yeah, and, you, I mean Kind of being the number two guys, having the best of both worlds, because uh, you don't have all that responsibility. But now, yeah. if you have the ego that wants to be that number one guy, it's not that way. But Pippen, yeah, but Butler, you know, he um he probably just needs to get paired up with someone who's that number one guy. But now he's kind of in that three headed monster in Philadelphia. So if if they can make it gel, it'll be good. I don't know that if he wouldn't benefit more though if there was just a lone superstar out there who needed a partner. You know what I mean? Kind of like how Westbrook and George. I think that's why they like playing with each other so much. George likes that Westbrook has all the the weight of the the wins and losses on his shoulder. Yeah, yeah. Um, he just needs to go out there and play good, but he can still be a superstar and get shoe deals because of what he's able to do. Yeah. Um, you know, Butler. I think Butler fits into that role. So I don't know. We'll see. Uh, you know, like I said, he's in a three headed monster there. Where I don't know if you could. I think people would disagree on who's the number one on that one. Some would say maybe it's Ben Simmons. Some would say it's Embiid. And some would say it's maybe going to be Butler now. It's Ben Simmons. I think so, too. I love Ben Simmons. Yeah, I, I like the way he plays. I think he I makes like everybody Sixers. look like they're playing at a lower level. I like the Sixers. He just can't shoot. Yeah, I still like them, though. Yeah. Sixers, Embiid's ridiculous. Yeah. You don't have to play great defense on the perimeter because Embiid's just down there like a hoon Yeah. <laughs> just waiting. Yeah, but. and and his Twitter game's strong. Oh yeah, I really he's, like. His he's the most passive aggressive person on the planet. <laughs> but what about Gundy? Speaking of passive aggressive, Gundy, do you hear what he said? Yeah, his his uh, his claim about how he believes in the snowflake generation. The, the, yeah, that's the problem with going millennials. All, going all off on millennials and everything. And, uh, one did you my, hear that? Yeah, I liked it. <laughs> hey, somehow he turned football what, into trashing what, liberals. Yeah, what, one of my uh, one of my first statements, a friend of mine sent that to me, and uh, I said, you know, we can't all have a sweet self righteous mullet and go around, uh, you know, banking off the fact that we win a few games every year and get treated like we're good just because the people that had the job before us were either not good at it or left, you know, because Gundy Gundy benefits a lot from being the first coach, you know, in OSU history to give them long running success by their standards i'm an osu fan i don't believe never being a risk of winning the championship is success so i don't you were that one year till iowa state snatched it from right you. right but um but you know every coach before him just wasn't that great and then when les miles came it looked like it was going to turn around but then he left so you know i get it gundy salvaged osu but in my opinion if you're going to go around trashing people saying that they don't work hard and that they don't um they don't just find a way to get it done. I'm like, you know, how about maybe instead of opening your mouth, just find a way to get it done and win ball games, boy. You know, get get so all he, that trash talk out of your mouth until you do something he, bigger so than 10 tra- wins. But he's trash talking the transfer stuff. He he said he wasn't, though, and saying that's just such a cop-out. He said, now I'm not commenting on so-and-so or so-and-so, but, but it's like that's exactly what you're commenting yeah. on. And that's, that's my issue. That, see, I, I'm with Paul Corey. Lincoln Riley and Bob Stoops spank you every year, Paul. I, 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 I like, you know, I'm agreeing with Corey. I like the fact that the man just spoke his mind, right? Yeah. I'll give him that. You know what I mean? Because he's saying what 90% of the people, 90 is probably an exaggeration, but a yeah. majority of the people are probably thinking, 
about you know what I mean and he's saying it fine yeah. but then when he's like now I'm not talking about so and so it's like okay you're at a press conference announcing that the guy's transferring yeah I don't I don't know if the press conference was for that yeah. but that's what the question was and so the question and, and the conversation was about that dude transferring yeah. and then he goes on this rant and then he turns around and says I'm not talking about him I'm like no you are talking about him that's what started yeah. this whole thing yeah. so don't cop yeah. out and say you're not talking about yeah. him say who cares what the kid thinks? He's leaving anyway. Yeah, well, I, I agree. He spoke his mind, and speaking his mind made him look like a chump in my eyes. I am tired of Gundy, man. See, I'm tired it of may, him. I don't like Gundy, but it, I like the fact that he spoke his mind. I don't like the fact that he tried to backpedal on the fact he was yep. talking about that exactly. kid. Exactly. Call it out. Call yeah, it like talk it is. The kid, yeah, call the kid out. You're on a, you're on a good run, homie. That's you're on a good saying. run. Call it like it is. T- say it's about that kid. Exactly. And yeah. all those like Or him. don't say it. So. You know, here's my thing though. Don't take another one of those now. Now, if a kid yeah. transfers yeah. to another school yeah. and comes to your school, yeah. you know, don't. Yeah. I don't know. hate Gundy. I should probably calm down. I just I'm really aggravated because you know, going to school at OSU, I've I've wanted them to be good, but what I get mad about is when people act like we're good, and it's like, no, man, if you're not a threat to win the championship, you're not good yet. You're you're okay, you know. Yeah. So, dude, what do you think of people? And you got to beat OU. People throwing the X up for uh, Des Bryant. Des Bryant tears his Achilles. Yeah, for those terrible. of you who don't know, practices two days. Day two, <laughs> tears his Achilles tendon. and he's out for the season. I so thought it was his up. first day of practice. Was it his second day? First or second, yeah. That's a little bit better if it's the second day. But the bottom line is, is, is the guy didn't play, got cut from the Cowboys, didn't sign because he was waiting for the right opportunity, gets a great opportunity. Oh, yeah. Super Dude, Bowl. Like, I mean, most likely, I mean, I'm you got to put the Saints as probably the favorite to come out of the NFC. I think they are. I think they're the oh, favorite, my, right? Yeah. Especially with the way they wax the Rams. Yeah, I think they're um, the favorite right now. Michael Thomas is playing well. Then you added Des Bryant to that to add that deep threat. Day two, guy tears his Achilles <laughs> tendon, gets the opportunity he wants, and then tears his Achilles you, tendon. You know who's sitting on the couch like this? Brandon Marshall. He's like, What they signed what? Brandon Marshall. <laughs> They actually did sign Brandon Marshall, yeah. so now he's got his first opportunity. Brandon Marshall never played in the playoffs. Yeah. So first opportunity playing the playoffs, and, and it's going to be a legit, you know, opportunity to play uh, for a Super Bowl. Anyway, the week after, everyone's throwing up the X, the Des Bryant X, in to commemorate him. Oh, wow. Right? What do you think of that? I don't know. Hey, the man just tore his Achilles. He didn't die. Well, but – it's one of those situations where you know that this is this is probably it. And you, you hate to see a guy like Dez go out like that who wants to compete. Dude, so. Terrell Owens came back from it. Yeah. So it's possible, but he's out nine months. Yeah, but he already – Dez already had one foot out the door because nobody was really looking. Now, definitely no, he, people can, were he looking. can probably come by at the right price. You're That's right. On, well, people were looking. He just wasn't going to settle for a Cleveland or Cincinnati type. Yeah, opportunity. He, wanted he wanted to get paid pretty decent. He wanted to get a ring. Yeah. yeah, so here's my thing. We had this dude named Brad running back in high school, right? Yeah. And broke his leg. Like, nasty break, too. Mm. Like, one of those ones, you know. So his season's done. Yeah. Anyway, um, so some dudes go, and they go buy those, like, uh, it was so janky. Like, those little, uh, they went to a hardware store and bought numbers. His number was 24. Oh, okay. So, like, for the mailboxes and stuff like that. And they put this 24 on the back of their helmets. Mm-hmm. Like, commemorate him because he broke his leg. <laughs> like the dude's dead. Yeah. 
Uh, well, anyways, check it. That know, is cheesy. This is the but it brings one of the best moments of high, in my high school football career. Right. So all these dudes are wearing twenty four. Coach lets them wear it all practice. All right. Thursday before the game, uh, we're done with practice and we all huddled up. And he goes, by the way, he goes, uh, he goes, you guys need to take the twenty four off your helmet. He goes, he just broke his leg. He didn't die. He goes. He goes, if we stuck the number of everyone who got injured on your helmet, he goes, you'd have the entire team's number on your helmet. He goes, except for <laughs> Niebuhr, because Niebuhr's never going to play. <laughs> 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 and he used to, poor Niebuhr, man. Uh, I think, you know, oh, Niebuhr, Niebuhr was that's a. That's cold blooded coach. Uh, Niebuhr was, was a year under me. And he was JV forever. He's, he's, he's smaller awesome. than you are at, in high school. Yeah. He was smaller than you are. Yeah. He was tiny. He's the smallest dude on the team. So he was running JV, and I think the coach messed with him yeah. on purpose. He's a super cool dude. Yeah. But the coach messed with him on purpose for this reason. Well, now, I don't know the reason for it, but an example is is, is there were some goal line packages where I played fullback, right? Mm-hmm. And so we were running through some plays. We were running through some plays, and I would hit Nieberg and, and just drive him out of the way because he was super easy to get out of the way. Yeah. And coach would rip me, right? You hit that boy. He was, you got to hit the hole, and you got to clear it out. And I'm like, all right. So I hit him a little bit harder the next time. About three times, man, the coach rips me for not hitting Nieberg hard enough. And you smashed so him. So finally, the last one, I just, I mean, I, sit, I, I hit him as hard as I could. And it was just one of those things where he's like, his body just been in half like, whoosh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. You go, there you go. I had, I had a similar thing happen to me. We were doing uh, receiver drills. Um against the uh, cornerbacks and uh so their job was we were like supposed to just do anything we could to um to get around them and they were supposed to jam us at the line and supposed to not let us around them and uh what i did was to my it was one of my friends i i just ran up there and as soon as i hit him i just kind of rolled off of him and just rolled to my left you know or uh-huh. rolled to my right you know so and that's just how i would get away from him and the man he was just halfway and he wasn't trying to hurt his buddy yep, you know yep. he was just exactly halfway what, doing that's it that's exactly and what so i was, I doing. was looking like a superstar and you know he was he was getting railed well about the third time like you said coaches yelled at him i run up there and man all i remember is being airborne i come down my face mask digs into the grass and i get a big chunk of grass in my face mask and i bounce onto the track <laughs> like he just <laughs> Well, and that's lifted the thing, me man. off the ground. Like he wasn't even looking like he wasn't even looking like a superstar. That's that's why I think he was picking on Nieberg because yeah. I was hitting him yeah. and I was just driving him out of the way. Like yeah. I literally could pick this kid up and just walk him wherever I wanted to. Yeah. And they just kept they kept razzing me for yeah. it. And I don't think they were razzing me to razz me. They were. Getting I think him. they were trying to get me to finally be like, "Fine, sorry, dude." Clack. Yeah, they just wanted to see him <laughs> exactly. get killed, man. And I'm just like, and I think the co- sadist. And it's the thing; it's not that the coach, the coach really liked the kid. Yeah, I just think he liked him to the point that he like, I'm gonna mess with this kid today. Yeah, it was funny, you know. So yeah, yeah it was funny. Anyway, oh, yeah, it was man. funny. He's like, except Nieberg, he's never gonna play. <laughs> That's terrible. But anyway, it's harsh. Uh, probably his favorite kid on the team. Yeah, you're probably right. Niebuhr was a cool dude. I liked him. Yeah. I liked him. Everybody likes that person that they can kind of kind of mess with that doesn't take it hard. You know, we've talked about that, yeah. having, you know, giving each other a hard time. Yeah, no, he would dish it. It, I mean, it, it definitely makes your personality a lot better he if you didn't can take di- it. Yeah, he didn't dish it physically, but he was a, he was a witty dude. Yeah. You know, so 
but you couldn't get mad at him. It's always, it's always funny what uh, that guy that, you know, he takes it when everybody gives him a hard time and everybody knows that they're probably a little extra awful to him, like letting him get killed in practice. He could probably get away with saying just about anything. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is a good And you're point. like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Before you go say, Sneeberg. <laughs> Where are we at? 52 minutes. 52. Yeah. yeah. Our uh, boy Trigger's uh, girls did pretty good last night on Invicta. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, Julia, the Raging Panda. Panda. Julia. Julia. Uh, yeah, Julia. Vila. I like to have her on as a guest. And That'd be anyway. great. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, she uh, just mollywopped the girl that she. <laughs> Dude, she, like, right at the bell, she came out and just started beating the crap out of this chick. Like, yeah. I don't know that she might have taken one shot, maybe. maybe. Yeah. It, it All went, I know. It went around and a half. It ended so with. It was one sided. It ended with a couple donkey punches. Yeah, front kick to the face, put her down. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she, she needed her to get her off over. They were trying, she was trying to tie it up, look like. She needed her to get her off, landed some. Kicked her in the face. Girl goes down, and then just about four donkey punches for the refs. Like, yeah, it's time for this. Yeah, brutal, huh? Well, I mean, she split her open in the first round. But she was smashing her up against the cage the whole time, and you could just see a trail of blood all the way around the cage from her beating this chick senseless. And something else I noticed is, like, dude, she's a threat to knee you when you're at eye level. Oh, wow. Which is crazy because, you know, normally if – if you're wanting to throw a knee on somebody, they need to be like at the very least, like at your chest to try and get up. And you know, a lot of people catch knees whenever they try to throw that haymaker by ducking down to duck a punch and then coming over the top, you know, that's, you know, prime time to block and throw a knee. But dude, she had that chick like up on her shoulder and was kneeing her in the chin. Oh wow. Like she, she can get him up. there. She got it up there, dude. (laughs) And that chick caught some knees. Oh man. That's the thing. She only reason she, she has one loss on her record. Yeah. And the only reason she lost is she went to block a kick with her hand and yeah. dislocated her finger. The bones, oh, wow. bones sticking out of the yeah out of the uh, skin dislocation. Yeah. And so and then uh, the other girl, uh, Gelt- Gel Gelmacher. Is it is that how you pronounce it? There's a Gelmacher. Is it Geltmacher? Gelt- <laughs> I don't think there's a T in it. No, mm-hmm. there's definitely a T. Oh yeah, you're right. Geltmacher. Uh pretty much had a boxing match. Yeah. Okay. Like, one handedly. I don't think she threw it. She might have thrown one kick. She attempted uh, three or four takedowns unsuccessfully, but it just outboxed the chick and ended up winning unanimously. And that's the thing, man. And and we had we've had uh, Trigger Mishka on before, and uh, it's interesting hearing him talk about how that happens. You know, because mm-hmm. that's what he does. He he's the one they call him and say, "Hey, do you have anyone who can fight in this in this uh, match or whatever?" And he he looks at him and is like, okay, you know, this person could get hurt, and he he keeps him out of it. That's his job. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, when you go into something like that, she won unanimously. In yeah. fact, she won a couple rounds, thirty to twenty eight, something like that. Which yeah. which just means like and her opponent was solid. Yeah. Solid. Record. Thirty to twenty nine is is a is unanimous. Thirty to twenty eight means like there's no question about it. Like there's no. So. Yeah. She just she dominated the entire round. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, congrats yeah. to the uh, Trigger Combat Sport Group. They got yeah. a couple war horses fighting in Bellator in December, I think, or the end of this month. Yeah, and she's then, got one coming up. And they got another one. So, okay. How many fighters does he have? 
like uh, like when eight on, or ten. No, when he was on here, he has twenty six. Wow. Oh, I was yeah. looking at his roster on on the TKO Combat Sports website. He might have a lot that aren't. Yeah, he might have some that aren't listed as like their headliners, but I think yeah. it has like ten or twelve. I think maybe yeah. more. I just scrolled through it real That's quick. Impressive. Yeah, twenty six. Yeah, he's doing well. Um yeah. He, but he's you know he's from Russia. Yeah. And uh, where does he uh, where does he train out of? Does he is he in Oklahoma City? Yeah. Metro area. Trigger. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't. He, I mean, he trains. When I say he trains, he just he just trains. Train. He's not a fighter. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he trains at Oklahoma City uh, North Side. He was and he does the promotion side of it too. I'm supposing. Yeah, he does the uh, H H D M M A. Yeah. Uh, promotion stuff yeah. as well. So. Yeah. Uh, Go check that out, guys. Definitely. So yeah, we'll definitely get in contact with him. Yeah, like that'd say, be... it was cool to have him on. Along the fight lines, um, who won the boxing match? I didn't even see. It was uh, just see, there was a boxing match Chesapeake recently. Oh, there was an Oklahoma no, City no, kid I've, in it. I've, no, I've, they got no they clue. have uh, Tyson Ver, Tyson Fury and uh, Devontae Wilder. Yeah, that's the next big one. Yeah, the two undefeated heavyweights, which is why people like watching boxing. Yeah, this one was a local kid, and they they did it here and packed the Chesapeake out for it. It was it was a big one. I don't, yeah. I just don't follow boxing enough to know enough about it. Yeah, yeah, I don't either. I mean, I follow it to a degree, like enough to know, you know, Devontae Wilder and, and Fury is going to be a good fight. Yeah. Um, you know, and then you got Anthony. I think whoever wins this one may get Anthony Joshua, uh, who's another heavyweight. He's probably the number one guy uh, yeah. out of England. But we'll see. The Gypsy King, Tyson Fury. Yeah. Yeah. Gypsy, yeah. huh? Yeah. Thanksgiving plans? Thanksgiving plans, man. We are going to Tennessee. Gross. So, yeah. Do y'all, do y'all alternate? Yep. So, yeah, we, we, we alternate. Here's the biggest problem with alternating the holidays. There's always something at one of those places that you're looking forward to all year of eating, and you only get it every other year. You know, like there's certain things that when we have Thanksgiving at my family's, I'm looking forward to. Aunt Debbie's stuffing, things like that. But, you know, when we go to her parents' house, there's something I'm looking forward to there. You know, her mom makes a couple things that I really love. But, you know, when you split it up, you only get that every other year. So, mm. And that's her family? Yeah. You Where do they live at in Tennessee? Uh, Collierville. It's just a uh, Memphis. little Memphis. Memphis. Oh, okay. So what, like nine hours? Seven. Seven? Yeah. yeah, seven. Dude, you, sir, have messed up. How so? Because uh, when we go to my parents for Thanksgiving... Yeah, I make my wife cook the stuff that I'd be missing here. <laughs> <laughs> and when we stay here, hey, make, make your mom's green bean casserole. Cause yeah. uh, <laughs> and when see. we stay here, I make my wife cook what my mom would be cooking. See, and you both messed up because I just moved within five miles of there, all my in-laws. <laughs> Corey made the right decision. <laughs> anyway, it makes me contemplate suicide 365 <laughs> days a year. Well, but on Thanksgiving, hey, did it it's right. a good decision. Did it right for it's Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. I will say it's also kind of awkward for Christmas, too, you know, because how do you exchange the gifts, you know, alternating? No, we just... You don't? Yeah. We just... We just... uh, If we're traveling for Christmas, we just do it before we leave. Yeah. Is all. I mean, it's just... But no, it's good. I get good food either place I go. That's what's So what's what's your favorite? I mean, what's the hands-down thing that has to be there? At Thanksgiving? Yeah. 
Man, I, I'm really kind of the uh, the I stuffing. Mean, also, if like the stuffing is good, I'm stuffing. I'm looking forward to it, man. Yeah, I mean, see, I'll I'm, eat the whole pan of it if you see, if you like, make it. I good. don't even like stuffing. stuffing and cranberry sauce. Oh, yeah. dude, those are two things I hate. <laughs> Here, here's the thing: Th- those are like the two biggest Thanksgiving staples. No, yeah. man. like it's bigger than turkey. Yeah, Mac- macaroni and cheese. What? What? Yeah, you can make that at home. Yeah, any day you can make that in the microwave in Not three like minutes. Mom. Not like mom. That's not a macaroni no. and cheese. I think your mom's and, lying to you. I think and <laughs> and this, uh, my mom. It can be made any other day. She's just only mom, making it once a year. Yeah, uh, <laughs> stuffing is never made outside of Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's macaroni and cheese, and then my mom makes these these Denver rolls. They're called Denver rolls for some reason. Yeah. And they are delicious. Because there's weed in it. <laughs> Close. They're CBD. addicting, man. They're addicting. But anyway, yeah. I'll make my now, wife make them. St- the, the stuffing is probably the, if it's done right, stuffing is, is the one thing I look forward to the most. And that's why I like yep. Mom and dad, uh, when we do it at their house, my and Debbie's stuffing is, is one, some of the best I've had. Turkey is dry, man. And it's hard to get turkey right. So I don't look forward to the turkey yeah, as tur- much. I Mom makes a ham. Yeah, I was That's about to say ham. Part. Ham is what I like on yeah. Thanksgiving. I don't like ham, but I eat. My the favorite way to eat a turkey is just a turkey, a smoked turkey leg. Check this out, my buddy, my buddy's wife, my buddy Tom, his wife Jen makes this sausage stuffing. Yeah, which is hands down the greatest thing <laughs> I've, ever, I've ever had. I'm, I'm tired. I'm sorry. <laughs> We're gonna have to gonna have to wrap it up, Ooh, yo. Tell you, man. <laughs> We have that. We have that, dude. We laugh every time, man. It's the, it's the same joke, but it, dude, it's good, man. Sausage stuffing. I'm sorry. I'm five years old. I'm yeah. Anyway. Oh, yes. <laughs> anyway. oh All right, my goodness. 53's in the books. Yeah, y'all have a wonderful, wonderful week. Yeah, have a happy, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving, guys. Yeah. Uh, Corey, get some sleep. And we're out. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs>